Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh. I found them on the table. Oh, how lovely. A girl can't get enough flowers. Oh, thank you. I do accept. I accept, sure. Here we are with Anne. And today we're going to be talking about a very important issue on YouTube, which is cyberbullying. I myself got a warning over a trailer. I've shown it, Anne. We've had a discussion and we're trying to educate myself, my team, and perhaps some of you who are watching this so you do not fall foul of cyberbullying policy. The world is changing rapidly and what you can say and what you cannot say. The rules are tightening and if you said things in the past, you can have problems with that. If you deleted videos, you can have problems with that. So people need to be aware of all of these things. And the flowers are a huge thank you to Anne. She has a cyberbullying mission and campaign, as well as all of her other activism, including her activism about being intersex. And if you don't know what that means, then check out part one of the podcast with Anne, in which we told her entire life story in a couple of hours with Wildman. And um, among her many facets of activism recently she's really stepped up the anti-cyberbullying so thank you for coming back on Anne. oh welcome sure <laughs> uh, this is going to be a surprise to a lot of people <laughs> but we move forward common goal move forward and people have been cyberbullying and you said it's, it's it's kind of another word for trolling well it's trolling it but just a it's another word for it, but serious trolling, where someone is signalled out for specific attention, very negative attention. And you've had considerable success recently. Yeah, yeah. Removing certain channels because yeah, of cyberbullying. Consistent cyberbullying and targeting and hate speech, which, um, which we'll start discussing about the difference between cyberbullying and hate speech. To, and freedom of speech, there's differences between it. But it got to the stage where I thought, I'm a campaigner going out, campaigning for intersex awareness. And people who don't know what that is, the old term used to be hermaphrodite. And it's a real struggle to get intersex people to come out and say, I was born intersex. And as we said in the last one, so people will know, I was born basically male, but with an ovary and a womb as well. Now, I can be, as everyone, you've seen it, I can be a test and person. I can be very opinionated in what I'm saying and my thoughts. And as I say, anyone can call me a horrible person. They call me what they want, ugly what they want, clown face what they want. I don't care. But don't go calling me 
or using the fact they're intersex to attack me with. Because in the back of my mind, that's what I'm trying to fight against so that other intersex people can come out and actually safely get through. And it's a struggle, Sean. It's a struggle. You'll hear this term LGBTQI. Now, the I at the end is intersex. But it also, as insect people, it means invisible. We're still invisible. So anyone comes after me because I'm insects, I'm going to take issue with that. Because I'm thinking about other people, children being born now that are still facing uh, this hatred. So I started getting into, which you do, you get into disputes on the internet. And this one po- podcast from America decided to launch a hay vendetta, which you've got the same thing. You've got it turned into a hay vendetta against you as well. And I thought, this has to stop. This has to stop. This is not only, it's stalking. It's, it was so creepy. Everything was sexualized. And I was thinking, is this person getting turned on by me? And yeah, I, I don't know what was going on, but it was, it's still going on actually, but elsewhere. They were coming up with some very bizarre sexual scenarios in their own minds so it's just a reflection of what what they were thinking what they were thinking everything was yeah sexualized everything was um anuses and all this and it's like really perverse so i was getting it getting threatened that this was going to happen to me this was going to happen to me they got onto the police about me false report to the police about me which the police of course knowing me just fobbed off straight away and also, you need, you can't be anonymous if you're making a complaint to the police. You've got it and you want it and done. So that was all going on. But then I thought, no, I've got to try and stop this. And where the whole game changed was YouTube were ignoring me. Not only me, lots of people were horrified by what was being said and were reporting this um, YouTuber. And nothing was getting done. So I got onto the Merseyside police. And I said, look, I said, I want to discuss this issue, but I want you to look from a different way. I said, not this American, because the problem you've got, Sean, he's American. How do you prosecute someone in another country? And their laws will be different from our laws. And so we'll be subject to America, not British laws. And we're more stringent here, much, much more stringent. Anyway, I said, to him, I said, look, I said, YouTube are the ones not taking this down. So in my view, and... I hope the listeners can think about this. YouTube's caused the offence by keeping it out there. That's who's causing the offence. Not the individuals doing it, but YouTube are promoting it and let, allowing it to be there. So I said, would you consider criming YouTube as the offender? And so they went away. They came back and said, yeah, we're going for it. We think we can um, bring a case against YouTube. Like that, YouTube responded. Overnight channels were taken down. Congratulations. And they needed to be taken down because this person has definitely got serious anger management problems, vendetta problems, and like all of them, showing the faceless and they keep their identities hidden. Keyboard warriors. Faceless cowards. That's what's happening. And also at the same time, I think this is what made YouTube respond to it so quick. The government, British government, have been discussing how to force um, YouTube and other social media sites in that if they don't take action over cyberbullying, they're going to bring in laws to force them. 
force them to do it. So the time, it was the worst time possible for YouTube, this. The worst time possible because it's all very much alive and a, a thing of interest in um, social media now, what's happening. So just to give an example to my viewers then, on the last live stream of one of the channels that Anne got taken down, a viewer called in and said if he could get his hands around my neck, he was going to strangle me to death. And the host said, yeah, 100%, 100%, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, death threats, that's off the scale, isn't it? Well, it just, it definitely, and the same people, and this is what happened, Sean, this is what I found amusing. Because people were joining in with them, with the hate and all that, and they, they were actually phoning up, putting the face out there, some of them, not, not the brightest cookies in the jar, I'm telling you now. But they turned round and um, they were joining. One turned round and said, and it just disgusted me, said about me, said, oh, yeah, Anne, Anne would kneel on George Floyd's neck. No, because I used to work for the police. Anne would um, kneel on George Floyd's neck. Oh, no, she'd do something else to him. And I thought, so she's saying that I'd rape him because I'm insects. Oh, my goodness. Now, she isn't too happy now that I've labelled her a bigot. But that's exactly what she is. And I get people coming onto my comments, oh, we, we were just watching them. Um, but we, we Literally what he was saying about you, they were watching them. We were ignoring the other stuff. I said, but the other stuff was continuous. And I said, you didn't think saying. But people were actually phoning up. And people won't know now because these videos have gone, even though I've got copies of them as evidence. But this was continuous. Every time he put a video up, it was stalking and bullying and the most horrendous um, slander against me and getting our pictures as well, wasn't he? Making our pictures look all horrendous. And But he's got this thing of making me, always associate me with something sexual. Mm. And it's like, you know, isn't your wife enough for you that you've got a fantasise over me? I mean, my God, you know, fantasising over me. And that was the same week I woke up and the police had been to the podcast studio yeah. because death threats have been you know, sent to the, the studio owner who had nothing to do with anything. Mm. But these people, they put this madness out there and it inspires other unstable people to do yeah. God knows what, doesn't it? Yeah. All it just takes is that one person, you run into the wrong person in the street who's heard some BS. Mm. They think it's true and they take action and you've got a situation in real life. Exactly. And that's what I said because I was getting called at one point here um, Baphomet whore or Baphomet intersex is another one you get called. Now that's most probably no one will know what that how that can be dangerous. That's a very very dangerous term because in lots of parts of the world, intersex children are killed, are murdered uh, because they are insex and there's this belief that we're demons in human form and that's why we're half. Well, they say half one, half the other. There's no such thing as a human being that's half male and half female, but that's the danger in us. And these people blast this out and don't realise the dangerous things they're saying. And some maniac could take issue with that and think, oh, that's a demon. that And come after you. And it's like, you've got to be careful with your words. And for people out there who are listening to this, who are thinking, oh, this is infringing on our human rights, our freedom of speech. No, it's not. What it's doing is it's doing what is done ordinarily. It's stopping serious crimes. And that's what you've got to think of. When does something go from freedom of speech and opinion to hate speech and a crime? 
this, the line is quite clear. It's quite clear. An opinion is one thing. Going after someone, hounding them, phoning up the studio, um, making death threats, that is not freedom of speech. That's a criminal action. And on YouTube, from behind a computer or whatever, it's, it's still a criminal action. And it's designed to cause distress and alarm. And that's what people have to understand. But people, this podcaster now is on another uh, site and he's trying to make out freedom. He's calling me a freedom of speech Nazi and all this business. And it's like, no, this has got nothing to do with freedom of speech. Freedom, because I spoke, someone you've spoken to, um, Sonia Poulton, and I had an interview with her a while back and everything blew up because, oh, Sonia Poulton, Sonia Poulton is this, Sonia Poulton is that, Sonia Poulton is the other. And now they're saying, but yet you're going on about hate speech. There's a difference between someone like Sonia Poulton having an opinion on, let's say, trans people. Let me just stress, I'm not a trans woman. People get confused. I'm not a trans woman. About trans women and holding an opinion, like saying, can trans, can you have trans children? I believe people are born transgender. Someone, other people like um, Sonia wouldn't believe that. But as long as they say it in that, that's their opinion. But to come out and say that someone was going, no, but you lot should be wiped out. You should have no rights. You should be, you know, locked up. You should be put in cages. That's not freedom of speech. That's hatred. I'm going to grab my phone. I'm going to pull up the cyberbullying policy so we can go over it. But I, I do remember it says um, picking on people over physical characteristics yeah. and things like that. Mm. So what does the, what does that extend to? I'm just grabbing my phone real quick. What what does that extend to then? Um, physical well, characteristics, protected groups, protected a, groups. A certain groups have more rights than other groups, and you know what what should, do this, people need to be wary of? What it is is that when you're talking about protected groups, you're talking about people who have disability or like myself are intersex. It can be race as well. It can be being transgender. It can be anything. Anything which it puts you in a vulnerable class of people that will get trolling and will get adverse um, attention from people. So that's what you've got to be very, very careful of. And really, people shouldn't have to be told a decent human being. I've had people showing rights and they've taken issue to me. And I had one on YouTube. He hated my guts and he used to do little videos about me all the time. Really hated my guts. Now, I always said about him, I said, he comes and he calls me clown face, whatever, and says, oh, Anne is this, Anne's that and the other. But I said, never once has he turned around and even mentioned that I'm intersex. And I've had other people coming on my podcast, in my comments, sorry, saying, oh, you're a horrible person, you're this, that and the other, and yeah, you're nasty and all this business and you're bitchy and all this. They've never once turned around and mentioned the fact that I'm insects and user against me. Now, that's acceptable. But when people start coming on thinking they're being clever, saying Andy or Mandragine or stuff like that, they're crossing the line. And it's like, no, you're trying to use her against me now. And that's where I stand my ground. But with characteristics, I should say, safeguarding, it's anyone that has anything about them even mental health issues or whatever, that makes them vulnerable. And we'll get on to mental health issues because that's also important. Mental health issues is not a um, get-out-of-jail clause for 
being a cyberbully yourself. So it's anyone that is marginalised in society already. Women can fall under that category. A woman can become a victim of it, uh, can be considered a protected group if she's getting told, oh, I'm going to rape you and all this thing. Which happens, sure. Happens. It's on your poles, I told that. Rubbish. Lots have. So that's what it refers to. But the playground is getting controlled now. And I did a video on mine the other day and I said, rights thrown away. It's not that people are having the rights taken away. A minority are throwing them away for everyone because the stupid little bullies, warriors, who don't know the horrendous effect the words can have. People kill themselves, sure. People kill... I know a woman that has taken a life recently, I'm not going to go on to it, who was on YouTube. And it's all been... The allegation made it was because she was being cyberbullied. Now, that was a woman who wasn't in sex. There was nothing about her that was, you'd say, was in a special category. She just wasn't liked because of an opinion. And she ended up killing herself. So just to go over it then, slowly. So, if you go in the YouTube community guidelines for the policy... The policy is titled Harassment and Cyberbullying Policies. And it starts out saying, The safety of our creators, viewers and partners is our highest priority. We look to each of you to help us protect this unique and vibrant community. It's important that you understand our community guidelines and the roles that they play in our shared responsibility to keep YouTube safe. Take the time to carefully read the policy below. You can also take a look at this page for a full list of our guidelines. And these guidelines are constantly changing as well. They, they produce updates all the time. So you may say, I've said something years ago that could be out of the today's policy and you could get in trouble for it retroactively. And that's important to point out, Sean. Make sure you check what you've got up there. And don't just make it private unlisted. Take it down if you think now it's going to breach any of the guidelines because they do change and they will go back. Facebook have been doing that for a while. They'll go back years and say, oh, that's... And it can get your channel closed down eventually. And they do actually have the right to give you a warning or a strike on a deleted video. Mm -hmm. It's less likely you're going to get in trouble over a deleted video because it's gone, but they still do always have the legal right Anything that you publish, anything that's live, anything that goes out there at any moment, even if you delete it right away, they still, for the rest of your life, have the legal right to hold you accountable for that. Yeah, yeah. And that's an important thing to remember. All right, so starting the cyberbully policy then, it says content that threatens individuals is not allowed on YouTube. So on the live stream, the guy who said, if he bumped into me on the street, he was going to strangle me to death. I mean, right there, that's that's um, a big one. Do you get death threats? Well, I've had people, not, uh, I had one of his, this American's podcaster's friends um, saying that I needed a needle putting in my neck. Now, that's bad because I say insects, children are euthanized and it's usually with a needle. So to turn around, but these are just people, you know, this, I don't know how to brought up or anything, but you do get, you could say that was a death threat, needs a needle putting in the neck, you know. Absolutely. It's like, it's uh, sick. It's on it's, the level of, uh, oh, I won't say what, what the, what the you, know, you know, happened in Germany. All right. So 
We also don't allow content that targets an individual mm -hmm. with prolonged or malicious insults based on intrinsic attributes. Yeah. Let's go over this slowly then. So intrinsic attributes, did earlier you say that's physical and mental if that categorizes a person in a vul vulnerable, vulnerable sector? Vulnerable sector. Uh, yeah, vulnerable and open to attack. Like me, if I walk out like this... Yeah. Down the street with this in your face makeup. The chances I'm gonna get adverse attention. Um but also being intersex, I'm gonna get adverse attention because people for some reason and I've never worked this out, Sean. I, I've got no control how I was born. No control at all, but apparently the fact that I merely exist makes it dangerous and some people think I shouldn't live. Now that puts you in the phone, but, but it can be anyone, someone in that's got a disability, a wheelchair user. They'll get hate. Someone that's overweight. I mean, this is nothing that it the horizon's bright, but when it's intrinsic, it would have to be something that you can't suddenly change. So someone that's overweight could go on a diet. Why should they? Why should they? And this is where I come in. I'm trying to get it broadened that not just extreme cases can be seen as being a vulnerable person. It can be anyone, fat shaming and all that, can be taken into consideration as well. All right. Going over that same sentence then. Individuals prolonged or malicious insults. Yeah. So how would you give an example of prolonged or malicious insults? Oh, my God. Prolonged is just getting the same thing. I get that all the time, getting called... Um, Mandragine, all this business, sexual reverence made me monster freak. What was the best one I heard on this podcast, the same show the other day? I'm a that testosterone ridden monster. This is what you're putting up with. Now, I don't have to tolerate that, and I'm not going to, but it, that's going on and on. Every, I mean, you can't get it worse. Well, look what's up there about you. There's another one that's still on YouTube, a Scottish podcaster. Now, every bleeding thing he's gone in is basically you, 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 you. Now, you can't do that. If, you, if every video you're doing is about one person, there's something gone wrong, and according to their own policies, that channel should be taken down. Because of the prolonged... Yeah, because it's every single video all right so the next sentence says these attributes include the protected group status or physical traits so what does protected group status mean first that means it could be being gay lesbian transgender um insects like me being black asian whatever it's anything that's you can't change it's stuck with you so you can't suddenly say oh I won't do that today. It's like I can wash this makeup off and no one would know it was intersex. But say that, um, but what I can't change is being intersex. So that will stay there. So it's the insects past me. That's it. It's something that you can't change. So why has this come into law that, that we have this term, protected group status? What is the purpose? It's to stop people getting an overburden of hate and it's, down to human rights, in other words, we should also feel safe. And these people who say that, no, we should be able to say what we want to say against people. Now, we're not talking about using the wrong term. We're talking about saying really nasty things to people. I've got the right, and everyone else has got the right, 
to go out there, have the same opportunity as everyone else, not to be in fear of our safety and not to have to deal with, because we exist, being hated on. And that's what it's there for. It's to make, and we get killed as well. People still get killed for being different. For some reason, the um, pack mentality takes over. You're different. And so we don't think you should exist. And it can end up with people getting killed. And that's why we've seen in sentencing laws, if like a murder or an attack is classified as a hate crime, mm. the sentence gets aggravated. Yeah, because the simple reason is that's it's like a, there was a book out. I can't even remember it. Book a police officer did years ago. Now I remember in the Mayside Police, they were all raving about it, about what it was like being a police officer. And t- more or less telling the truth, Inspector Gadgets, I think it was. And there was one section where he starts talking about murders and hate crimes. And we're always oh, right. Look, why should someone that's gay be given a special privilege when they're killed? Anyone being killed is a tragedy. Yeah, anyone being killed is a tragedy. But I said to him, read it again. I said, when he's going, oh, that's wrong, the gay person shouldn't have been signalled out to someone that got special, um, you know, special compensations when he was killed he got that was the worst one I said the other people he's talking about being killed were killed because they were either in the wrong place or because something kicked off I said the gay person was killed because they are gay because they existed that's the difference it's because someone exists that they've been killed famous example I say if you're black or Jewish or whatever you can be killed for that alone so if someone, that's why you need to protect your status there, because that's why you exist. That's enough to get you killed. So these attributes include their protected group status or physical traits. So in terms of physical traits then, so um, if your body is different from the average body, yeah. like you said, fat shaming, things like that. Well, that wouldn't actually come into it at the moment, where I think it should because, you know, People go through hell, and this is what people say, and this is what I want to get people away from. People think that's only minorities that have this privilege. No, actually, it can be broadened, and it should be broadened to anything where you're being slagged up because of your physical appearance or whatever. I mean, if someone's overweight, that's their issue. You can say to them, look, it's not healthy, all that, but getting really personal about it is, and it's devastating to a person. And I've never worked out how... Being horrible about someone, about the weight, is going to make them be in a position where they can lose the weight. Never worry about It's going to make them yeah. more depressed and want to eat more. So, the next paragraph. If you find content that violates this policy, report it. Instructions for reporting violations of our community guidelines are available here. If you found multiple videos or comments that you would like to report, you can report the channel. For tips and best practices to stay safe, keep your account secure and protect your privacy, take a look at the Help Centre. So, when there was the prolonged attacks upon yourself then, um, did you then decide that it was the whole channel that was violating the policy? Yeah, and reported it, and nothing was done, nothing was done, nothing was done. And it was like, because they say to do that, right? And one thing I take exception of at the bottom is where they turn around, take procedures to protect yourself and all this, you know, online. I'm sorry, Sean, right? That's victim blaming. They should be at least removing them, which they're not. The ad hoc 
one minute they'll remove one channel after a couple of complaints, but then they'll get multiple and multiple complaints about another channel. They do nothing. And that's why I had to go to the police and said, actually, take them to be the offender. Then we'll change it. But that bit at the end, that gets me is when they turn around and say, why should I have to take procedures to stop some or balance person who's got an absolute obsession with me? Why should I have to be the one to put procedures in place to um, stop them? Which wouldn't have stopped them anyway. And that's true of anyone. All right, you don't put your details out there. That makes common sense. But you don't go blaming the victim. And this is what I say in law as well. You'll hear the thing saying, and I've had this said to me by police officers in the past. Oh, you've got to take it. What context was this thing said in? I said, don't even ask that question, what context? I said, once you ask what context was this, did this person come out with this hate speech or whatever? As I say, once you ask that question, you're blaming the victim. There's never a context that will justify someone coming out with hate speech like that. There never will be, or bullying. There's never a context, so stop using that word. So YouTube, under their policy, they remind people that if specific threats are made against you and you do feel unsafe, report it directly to your law enforcement agency, which is what happened at our podcast studio um, you know, a few weeks ago. So the next section of the cyberbullying policy is what this policy means for you. First item is if you're posting content. Don't post content on YouTube if it fits any of the descriptions noted below. First one, content that features prolonged name-calling or malicious insults such as racial slurs based on someone's intrinsic attributes. These attributes include their protected group status, physical attributes or their status as a survivor of sexual assault, mm. domestic abuse, child abuse, and more. So we've covered some of the earlier stuff that this has cited. But why, why are they then adding in, then, um, survivors of sexual assault, domestic abuse, child abuse, and more? Why are they specifying those categories? Because they do come in for a hell of a lot of grief as well. And that's why I'm saying don't just look towards someone being gay, being insects or whatever. You have to broaden the concept of life experience as well. I mean, people come on and they do say, but you have to be very careful with it, Sean, very careful, because when it comes to child sex abuse and all that or being... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know, I'm. I can understand people coming on talking about it, but you get some people come on and it's like, you know, can you believe what they're saying? But you can't then go turn around and attacking them because they've said they're a child abuse survivor or whatever. You have to, if they want to say that, they say it. They can, but it's, you know, it's a, how you prove it, I don't know. How you prove it. So on the drive over here, you pointed out to me that a channel that wants to remain in good standing with YouTube 
should only feature perhaps child abuse stories that are cases documented in the yeah. courts and the media. Well, it doesn't even have to be in the courts or the media. They have to have a burden of proof on them. And this is the whole issue that goes on uh, with different cases. And I won't mention, but I've heard some things on your channel, people on your channel, and it's like, uh-uh, not buying it, not buying it one bit. And the reason why the burden of proof is needed is because it's an extremely serious allegation. It causes distress and alarm in public, especially when it's extremely graphic detail they're coming out with. And there's a duty not to upset people and also not to deflect from what I'd say genuine cases. Look, child abuse is horrific. It's horrible. It doesn't have to be turned into a Stephen King novel to make it worse. It's bad as it is. So that's what I'm saying. It's exploitative. It can become like an exploitation thing. Gore and horror. But you can't then go attacking someone and saying, you can say, oh, I don't believe it or whatever. Fine. I don't believe what you're saying. But what you don't do is launch a hate campaign and try to, and that's the thing, try to bring them down. And ironically, that's what got me and you talking again because I realised it was a hate campaign against you. Is a victimisation. I thought, I'm not having any. I'm not tolerating this anymore. Next section then is content uploaded with the intent to shame, deceive or insult a minor. Mm. So that's just like um, child protection then yeah, is that's a big issue. Sense, All these kids killing themselves these exactly, days. Exactly, exactly. And what yeah. a shame that we've got adults out there with children themselves who carry on like those bullies. Who, kids. Yeah. Well, not just attacking kids. They attack anyone. Wouldn't you think that they'd know you make the you set an example and you don't go attacking anyone like that? I say, Sean, difference between opinion and out now vendessas. Big difference. A minor is defined as an individual under the legal age of majority. This usually means anyone younger than eighteen years old, but the age of a minor might vary by yeah. geographical area. It can be 16 in some places. So the next section is other types of content that violate this policy. And I think we've both been on the receiving end of this from certain channels. Re revealing someone's private information, yeah. such as their home address, email address, sign-in credentials, phone numbers, passport number, or bank account information. I did see a passport flashed on one of those channels um, before it went down recently. Well, this is it. That's what really annoyed me as well. I said, look, I said, you can do what you want, but putting someone's passport up there. And I hope that the person's passport, that who it belonged to, does take legal action and sues the individual who passed that information on because it's in their duty not to pass it on. And no matter how annoyed you are with someone, you don't like someone, you do not give information paperwork that's protected by data protection economy gptr is B G B D P D R something D like that D data protection yeah. dp it's gp something now something isn't act. it but she wants to get legal advice and say right this needs taken um further because that's a no-no they could have her identity and everything cloned because of that and that's where you draw the line Note, this doesn't include posting a widely available public information. Yeah. 
Public information can include an official's office phone number or the phone number of a business. Because I, I remember one of those channels was always saying, yeah, Atwood's a public figure, so I can say this. It gives me the right to say this about him. Work, what, should that person have drawn the line with that? Well, you have to, you have to stick to known facts. You can't go into ifs or what ifs or maybe so's or I heard. Because do you remember when you first interviewed me when we were walking in the room, I said, are you all right with me mentioning names? And you turned around and said, well, you're the one mentioning so you'll get in trouble. I was clueless, wasn't I? And I thought, no, it's not me that gets in trouble. It's never. <laughs> to learn that one the hard way. And was right about it's many things different. in my life. But <laughs> you have to say to yourself, when someone's putting out stuff there that is just supposing, I mean, they can turn around and say what they want. Sometimes it's amusing when they make up stories about you. I mean, me going to sex parties, I found that more amusing than anything else. But I, I wish, I wish it was that desirable. <laughs> but um, the thing is that it's when you start getting malicious with it, like saying that the favourite one, isn't it, that someone's not safe around children. Mm. That's now that you can't get a more devastating. Mm. And also it just shows that this person, that people that do that, throw that insult out, don't know how serious a crime it is. Because mm -hmm. you wouldn't, you wouldn't accuse your worst enemy unless you knew 100% of that. So you wouldn't do it. So that's where you draw the line. It's when, and you wonder why they want to go after someone. Are you, no, politicians, we're not politicians, we're not this, we have opinions. But why? Because someone says something that you don't agree with, do you turn into a friend? I say, just say, I don't like you. But don't make up lies about them, which they do. It's all lies and lies and more lies. So we'll get to the defamation uh, things that I've had to learn after we finish with the cyberbullying, but I've had to learn a lot. All right, so... Content that incites others to harass mm. or threaten individuals on or off YouTube. Yeah. Well, that happened to the two of us again. We can use um, our exams that when people were going around contacting your guests, telling them not to um, go, not to let you interview, and you were this, you were that, you were the other. That's harassment by agency, they call it, which is a crime. I have um, people coming on. I get told, go and strike the channel, go and do this, go and do that. Go, But there's one out there, still out there, report me to the police. For what, I don't know, but report me to the police. But this person, thankfully, has gone to sleep, and that can happen. They can just have an outburst, and I think, you've just blasted, you've lost your temper, let it go. So don't go thinking I just go out over nothing, trying to get people's channels taken down. I don't. It has to be persistent and dangerous before I'll do it. Content that encourages abusive fan behaviour, yeah. such as doxing, dogpiling, brigading, or off-platform targeting. Let's go over these slowly then. What does doxing mean? Well, doxing is when they try to get your details, your documents, like passports. That's doxing, and they put it out there. So that they're revealing, say that someone's address, they'll put it out there to try to find their address or the phone number or whatever. That's doxing. So when I had my first podcast guest, Jamie Morgan Kane, there was a big campaign against him, mm. spearheaded by a big YouTuber out of America. And they put my home address on all my bank details online on yep. this one website. So I fell foul to doxing then 
but I didn't know who those people were. Yeah. And eventually, Jamie was um, picked up by Mirror Books. He submitted hundreds of pages of legal paperwork mm. to them, and they verified his story. Yeah. So the whole thing, it's like a lynch mob just whips up out of nowhere yeah. without any proof of what they're saying. Yeah. These things get disproved way later, but the damage gets done in exactly. the meantime. It's like simple, Sean, right? A very simple case. This morning, or it might have been last night, someone put a comment on my um, one of my videos. We were having a little talk. And then he came and said, oh, you didn't have to delete my reply, did you? Because, you know, it's a bit silly to do that. You should have replied. And I said to him, said, no, I said, I haven't. You've used a word. That has blocked it going on. Now, he said, oh, sorry. He said, I didn't realise that. But that's something simple as that. Just think before you accuse people of things. I get that's that all it. the time Use on the it. channel as well. That's a good one to... I've never mentioned this to the viewers. But comments are filtered out by YouTube. Mm. So I get like, oh, deleting comments again, Sean, are you? Yeah. Talk about freedom of speech, Sean, and we can't even post these comments. I've got nothing to do with these comments that are getting filtered out by YouTube. Okay. There's certain words that the artificial intelligence picks up and they get filtered out. And if you put a link in there, it will block it yeah. straight away because they don't know what... You, I, you, well, when you look in your what's been held back, you'll get sex channels and everything putting links in there. And they can yeah. hold the YouTubers liable for yeah. links on your platform. Yeah. I had a warning over links to a certain type of oil that is very popular. And um, I had to take all those links out of all the various videos. Yeah. 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 All right, so that was doxing. Dogpiling, what does that mean? I don't, I'm not sure dogpiling, that's a new one. I mean, I've got a funny feeling that dogpiling is when you get at someone and a whole host of people come yes. at them, one right after the one right after the they other. They just all jump yeah. on your platform. Yeah, one right after When the other. that Jamie Morgan Kane thing hit, the comments coming in were like, mm. they hacked all my websites, all my socials were getting attacked. On every front, it was all just coming yeah. in constantly for a few weeks. So you can't actually, you haven't got time to take it all in. Couldn't, couldn't have, mm. for a month, I like, had to stop work just to like, the, the banks were like, had to redo all my card information yeah. and I had to update all my payment information on all the different things. Yeah. And it just, there was a chain reaction of stuff that stopped me working for about yeah. a month. It's serious yeah. stuff they're doing. They don't, well, they do realise the consequences they have so that was dogpiling. Brigading. Never heard of that one. Off-platform targeting. Well, that would be when they take it off the platform and it goes into you trying to get your neighbours and all that involved in it, where it's happening where you Brigading, live. meaning... Here's the definition of regain. Regain. Whoops, let's put that back in. Brigading, I've never heard of it. I've never, they come up with these terms, so... It's like dead naming. Brigading is the act of grouping together in order to gain a vote and give the impression that the general population swings heavily to one side. In this case, the internet oh. voters are a united brigade. I get what it's talking about. So, is that like when they set up loads of sock puppets? Yeah, to make, to make it look like loads of people yeah. think this. Or they're going, let's say, they're going on a march to highlight something. And they're saying that it's a worldwide group that they've got. 
and yet they phone they <laughs> they film a few people squashed together, mm-hmm. and it's a abyss beyond that. But they're making out that it's totally successful. According to an Urban Dictionary, brigading is a concentrated effort by one online group to manipulate another, mm-hmm. e.g., by mass commenting. It's an, also an online harassment tactic where a group of people rally against an individual or occasionally against a small group of people in a coordinated, sustained exactly. and organised way. That happens a lot. And I'll just say one thing. There's some people out there, right, who it's a shame because I could work with them. We think the same way. We twig that people are doing things that they shouldn't be. But because they do exactly that, I wouldn't touch them with a the barge pole. Right, hold on a second, because that has taken off my page. That I had my cyberbullying policy on. Let me go back to that. How can people find your channel, And We're going to put the link in the description box below the video. Well, that's just, you just put in Androgyne and that's it. And what I'm doing as well is I'll be starting up pretty soon in the next few days. I'm going to start up an actual website where people can go to to um, get involved because there's lots of victims of cyberbullying and understand what I'm actually doing to get it done. And there'll also be Patreon because I'm thinking, no, I'm going to get this funded because it's going to have to go to, I'm going to have to get in touch with parliamentarians and all this and the police. It's an on, it's going to be a full on um, campaign to get this sorted out because it needs to stop, Sean. It, 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 people are, the place like YouTube and all that are not taking it serious enough at the moment. But people's lives are being affected by it. And it needs to be safe for everyone. And this thing about uh, no freedom of speech, which I get all the time. You're not going to have freedom of speech. No, you can have your freedom of speech. You can say you don't agree with something. You'd say you don't agree with someone. But you just say it in the respectful way. And then leave it at that. You don't keep on going at them. But yeah, I'm going to be doing the Patreon to get this all sorted out. So that we can actually get it onto it. Because now's the time to do it. Because once the police agreed to do that, that opened the door wide. And one thing we're calling for as well is that you can have an anonymous account if you want. But the minute anyone complains that you're breaking the rules or you're harassing, then YouTube have to, by law, say, verify who you are. Give us your account, and it's easy, Sean. You're monetized, I'm monetized, right? All that you've got to do is send them a link to your bank, and they know who you are. They've got then. Now, if the person refused to do that, the channel's taken down, no investigation or anything, they're blocked from us. But if they give the details, what that means then is if someone is breaking the law, they can be held accountable legally, and that's what's going to happen to them. Because this is where it's, it's all coming from, keyboard warriors. Next one is content that targets an identifiable individual as part of a harmful conspiracy theory. Yeah. Where the conspiracy theory has been linked to direct threats oh, yeah. or violent acts. Yeah. So, in terms of like big names in the conspiracy theory world, David I, Alex yeah. J, I mean, where does the line cross over between just having a conspiracy theory discussion on YouTube 
and then going over its guidelines. Well, what you've got to do is you've got to realise why certain people like David I are considered uh, controversial. And it's because there's a anti-Semite allegation there that, you know, the people he's picking on are all Jewish for some strange reason. Now, you've got to look at that and understand that they're a protect these the protected people we're talking about who can who need protecting. So you have to go through it and think, right, am I saying anything here that could cause injury to this person or get a hate campaign against them? I mean, it's happened to me this that I'm part of um MI5, I work... I mean, one person you've interviewed who gets it bucket loads and I don't know how the hell he can still have a smile on his face is Ian Puttick. He gets it bucket loads. And I'm linked to him, other people linked to him. You know, that's what that's talking about. It's coming out with absolute rubbish, which there isn't any direct evidence to say, but people will come after you and say, oh, yeah, you work for them, you work for the Queen, you work for MI5. And that's all nonsense. Unless they've got the paperwork with saying MI5 paid you this much money for your services. So I showed you the trailer that I got the warning for cyberbullying on. And it did have a David I quote mm. about the royal family. Do you think that's what could have triggered that? I don't know, because I looked at that and I was shocked because I thought, I can't see where it's actually cyberbullying. I can't see it. He's not actually saying, he doesn't even mention anyone's name, does he? He just no. says the royal family. But be careful, I don't think, because people say, now the royal family are doing this, the royal family are doing that, to get people silenced. I don't think it's um, as clear cut as that. I think they're more or less just as bemused as anyone else, what's going on. But it's... I looked at it and I, could, I couldn't see anything where, other than maybe because you've got that person in your video who is persona non gratia on podcast now, that might have done it in a way because once his name is picked up on, it's going to, they're going to be looking to see what he's saying. Makes sense. Okay, so the next one then is... Content making implicit or explicit threats of physical harm mm. or destruction of property against identifiable individuals. Yeah, well, that's self-explanatory. It's uh, going after them, isn't it, making threats? Note, implicit threats include threats that don't express a specific time, place, or yeah. means, but may feature weapon brandishing, simulated violence... And more. So, even like on thumbnails, having weapons on thumbnails yep. and things like that, there's all kinds of rules against that. Oh, isn't yeah. There? Yeah, you've got to be very, very careful. Content posted by vigilantes hmm. restraining or assaulting an identifiable individual. That's, we know what that's referring to. That's the same. People who we have to be even be careful what words we use now, don't we? You're gonna use the people, P word. Yeah, who go after them? Which yeah. I mean, let's put it this way, and I've always said this: the vast majority of these groups are responsible mm -hmm. and they keep to the law. But just you might get one that's a bit, you know, goes over the mark. But that's what's protecting against. Not advisable to post the videos on because they get in trouble with YouTube and everything. Where they're actually but, confronting the individuals. Yeah. Most of them, as I say, 
are law-abiding. They know they're going to get the police involved, which is quite right, but you'll have the... And it's a fair to call them vigilantes. Actually, all that they're doing is protecting the public, the majority. What the police should be doing. Yeah, what the police should do. Yeah. All right, so next one is content revelling in or mocking the death yeah. or serious injury of an identifiable individual. So Wildman was here last time. He's no longer with us. No. And you said you saw somebody mocking him. I, I've not seen Heard that it. myself. The American podcaster and him and another uh, one of his little hateful guests was on talking and started talking. And I don't really want to go into it, but, but it was about Wildman's ghost and what he'd be doing if he appeared. And I thought, totally distasteful. You know, you don't need to do that but this pairs and this american podcaster which i'm not that insensitive to go into full details was crying on his podcast about one of his relatives who died and because god didn't cure them he doesn't believe in um, christianity anymore but so he's crying so he knows the effect that wild man has on you because it's a major part of your life but you know that's the level of childishness you're dealing with Content that depicts creators simulating acts of serious violence against others. Yeah. Executions, torture, maimings, beatings, and more. So you can't even, like, do a um, a video where you're reenacting that then. Yeah. I say it's whether YouTube pick up on there's Someone usually has to complain about it and say this is wrong. Content featuring non-consensual sex acts, unwanted yeah. sexualization. Or anything that graphically sexualizes or degrades an individual. Yeah. So that'd be like, you know, um, non-consensual sex acts. So that's, that's sexual rape. assault, basically. Yeah, rape. Yeah. Unwanted sexualization. That's now sexualization, the way I'm always depicted and spoken about. So he's got a video up on another um, thing where it's me dressed up like a bunny girl and all that. It's sexualization. He really needs, he needs to... Uh, you know, go in a room with a few pictures of me and get out of the system because, honest to God, it's something strange that someone would want to sexualise me in the first place. And degrade you. Content that displays or shows how to distribute non-consensual sexual imagery. Okay, so that's self-explanatory. This policy applies to videos. We all know that, but it also applies to video descriptions. Yep. Comments. Live streams and any other YouTube product or feature. No, this is not a complete list. So I've got moderators on my channel. And when we have live streams, people post things on purpose to try and get your channel in trouble. Like recently when we were under these attacks of the death threats and the police coming out and everything else, people under fake accounts were coming in the live streams and just doing N-word, N-word, mm. N-word, N-word to try and get your channel in trouble. But thank goodness I've got such brilliant uh, moderators, um, Snap, Faze and, and Fred, and they were blocking these people right away, right away, right away, because you've got to keep an eye on your comments. If people do start posting this stuff that's in violation, then YouTube can come after you. Exactly. That's what I do. I always check my comments, because if someone comes and says something, which I know is going to cause problems. So take it right down because people, you've got to watch your comments. If you want evidence keeping them sentence, take a little snip of them, 
save them to your photographs, but delete them off your comments because actually people will start complaining about that and that gets you in trouble then for leaving up there. It's like you're harbouring a yeah. toxic yeah. Well, environment, again, isn't it? Sean, it's the concept that it's your channel. You're responsible for what's on there. It's like in um, you know, the police and with the government or civil service. There's this thing, if you walk away from your computer and you don't lock it and then someone gets on and puts offensive material on there and this puts it on the internet well guess what you're going to be pulled for that because they say no you're responsible for your computer so the fact you left her open you'll be held to account for it you have to be careful people very careful so there are some exceptions to this if the primary purpose is educational, documentary, scientific mm. or artistic in nature, we may allow content that includes harassment. These exceptions are not a free pass to harass someone. Some examples include debates related to high-profile officials or leaders, content featuring debates or discussions of topical issues concerning individuals or positions of power, like high-profile government officials or CEOs of major multinational corporations. So with the trailer that we got the warning for, it did feature high-profile people, and we used the backdrop of the newspaper cases to show that the mainstream media reported these cases. So when I did my appeal, I said, I'm, I want to appeal under this exception because the context of cyberbullying, I believe, is incorrect. These are high-profile people, so we have this exception. And also, there's an exception of cases documented in, in the court system. But my appeal was denied. So do you suspect that that even went to a person or it was just denied by uh, artificial can, intelligence? A lot of the times it can be artificial intelligence that's doing it, but it's just something you turn around and said... The only thing, as you were talking there and going through that, the only thing I can think of is there's lots of complaints going on at the moment from people who classify themselves to be, let's call Satanists or something like that. Mm. And they've got a right, as long as they're not harming anyone, they call themselves something like non-harm Satanists, I don't know, or Luciferians they call themselves. Well, they might start, they can claim to be a protected minority. So if it start going round, and I think it does mention something about satanic, doesn't it, or something like that? SRA. I don't know. I can't In remember. that trailer, yeah, I can't I, remember if it did. I don't know, but it might have been that. But the thing is, that is so wishy washy, and it mm. contradicts everything else. I mean, well, you, I w let's put it this way, people. I wouldn't try using that or going by what that says because. They'll turn round and they'll just take it down anyway. And when you try to repeal, it's up in the air whether you'll get, as you say, a machine or a human to do it. And you should know because you'll get the decision immediately. Mm. And that's the machine that's done it. Next exception, scripted performances, insults made in the context of an artistic medium, Be such careful. as scripted satire, stand-up comedy, or music such as a diss track, Note, this exception is not a free pass to harass someone and claim yeah. I was only joking. See, this is what you've got to be kidding. That is so wishy-washy, and that's what needs to be clarified. What the hell does that mean? Well, you can say this, but this is not 
um, an excuse to go and do this. You can't have a rule like that. It's because like, people will, people will fall foul for it without knowing it. You've got to have it. You can't do that. You can't do this. Not but in certain circumstances, because and also you've got to understand it might not be considered something offensive now. But as we're seeing, which was happening with the BLM movement, things that were allowable, like both selector, now are being brought in, which I always knew would be brought into dispute because he went too far. But um, now are being held up. No, you can't do that. But that's so wishy-washy. And this is what I don't like about YouTube. That's not putting the ground rules down. It's saying you can. Oh, but... We can still find your fault anyway, so don't complain about it. So you could go by those rules, think, oh, yeah, I'm doing humour, it's scripted, it's satire. Then wham, they take it down, give you a warning. And when you go to appeal again, say, oh, but we also said it's a get-out clause. That's what it is, so that they can't be held responsible if they wrongfully penalise someone. So it's a bit of a catch-all. Yeah, it's just pathetic. Next exception, harassment. Education or awareness. Content that features actual or simulated harassment for documentary purposes or with willing participants such as actors to combat cyberbullying or raise awareness. Be careful again. Be very careful again. I've seen that going wrong in the police itself. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. So we're doing a video right now to combat cyberbullying. Mm. But are they saying that if we feature examples of cyberbullying, even though we're doing a video of combat cyberbullying, it could cause problems. What is, and I'll give you the little thing that happens in the police, Mesa police, which will, which is that, will answer what they're going on about. In the police, of course, you have training days where a copper or a couple of coppers will pretend to be members of the public and they're having a row and they're coming at you and they're, it's for you to get your personal skills and how to protect yourself and how to bring them under control. Well, what they'll do, they'll go into character and be real thuggish. Like this and come at you. Well, one of them one day turned round to a black officer and he was going, yeah, come on, try and arrest me. And he called him the N-word. Mm. What? Like that. Stopped. Um, put under investigation, arrested. And put under investigation. In other words, even though they were pretending you still can't commit a crime. Mm, it gotcha. would have been, that's what you, so you've got to be careful there. You can enact it, but don't go using words mm. that would be, or anything like that. I see. Or if someone had their um, clothes ripped off, don't show them being, having their clothes ripped off. Mm. You just suggest it that way. Good example. Mm. Note, we take a harder line on content that maliciously insults someone based on their protected group status. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not they are a high-profile person. So we already went over that. The next section here then is monetization and other penalties. In some rare cases, we may remove content or issue other penalties when a creator 
repeatedly encourages abusive audience behaviour, which those channels you've gone after definitely, definitely did. did. Oh, they went beyond breaking the rules, way, way, way beyond it. When a creator repeatedly targets, insults and abuses an identifiable individual based on their intrinsic attributes across several uploads. Yeah. It was like 90% of the channels for these people, wasn't it? Oh, no. Well, this one's still there. That's Gushville's still there. Uh, two of his channels were taken down. Yeah. Because one of them, he admitted that he was involved with this American. Yeah. So they took it down straight away. But if you look at that, that's more than 90% you. It's you, 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 you. And yeah. it's like that, by definition, is breaking the um, guidelines of YouTube. So they should have that taken down. It shouldn't have to be the contacted personally. When a creator exposes an individual to risks of physical harm based on the local, social, or political content. So is that like... Identifying where the person is living or something like that. I'd imagine that when it says political content and all that, I'd imagine that's going on that if, I don't know, say that you're a Trump supporter or something like oh. that, some, and you're getting slagged off and you're getting hate campaigns because you say Trump's a good person or whatever. Yeah. That could be what that's referring to. So due to political beliefs. Yeah. Risk of physical harm based on the local social context. That again, it's it's so wishy washy, is it? Yeah. But again, that to me sounds like it's talking about say that someone lives in a certain area, a mm. deprived area, or whatever, mm. or an area that's exclusively populated by one sector of society. Yeah. That's what you could see that it's and they're being picked up because of that, like a Jewish cemetery getting picked on that right. kind of that way. So, next section is examples. Here are some examples of content that's not allowed on YouTube. Repeatedly showing pictures of someone and then making statements like, look at this creator's teeth, yeah. they're so disgusting, with similar commentary targeting intrinsic attributes throughout yeah. the video. Which was all I was getting. And that's what causes a lot of kids to kill themselves exactly. these days, Exactly, going on about them. I mean, I, I just lost counterthoughts of how many times my facial features were going to be mentioned. Targeting an individual based on their membership of a protected group, such as by saying, look at this filthy, mm. and then bracket slur, yeah. targeting protected group. I wish they'd just get hit by a truck. Yeah. Next one, targeting an individual making claims that they are involved in human trafficking in the context of a harmful conspiracy theory where the conspiracy is linked to direct threat or violent acts. So it's because we've got this warning then, and we've looked now at the policy... We have deleted many videos yeah. um, um, that have referenced human trafficking. Because like you say, a lot of it, there's no documentation. There's no, you have to be careful. And, I, and on that side, I fully agree with YouTube doing that because you have to be responsible as a podcaster that you're not putting out stuff out there that is grossly inaccurate. There's no evidence to prove what's being said. And the result in that is that a certain sector of society is going to be labelled as being, as doing certain things to children or whatever. And you've got to be very, very careful. To only deal with what you know. You can say, I know this is happening. Not fancy land or someone wanting to, you know, get attention or get a GoFundMe going or whatever and get money into it by making absolutely ridiculous claims. 
that can't be proven. Do you think then that it is best for YouTubers to stay away from stories of human trafficking and Satanism because those words are like attracting the artificial intelligence to look at those videos and perhaps monitor that channel more closely? It's not, it's not a matter of to stay away from it. It's having the responsibility to do it in the right way. I mean, turning around and saying, well, let's talk about Satanism. What does Satanism mean? And let's talk about these allegations. That's fine enough. But when someone is standing saying, basically, or on a podcast, is coming out with a scenario where on every street corner, children are being... It's a horrible thing to say. Children are being tortured, whatever happened, horrible things that they come out with. The podcast is responsible to say, yeah, you're saying that, but let me... Can I, Can you show me this evidence? Because there's one scene, do you remember, at a... Um, I won't go into full details, but you remember you were talking to Nathaniel Harris, fascinating person, that person, Nathaniel Harris, very fascinating. And you were reading out from the paper a case of what you said was SRA. And he said, no, wait a minute. That's not technically, that's what I mean. You need to check what's going on because what it's doing, it's putting out false information. And also, which I always say, be very wary when people say, oh, the Lord told me to do this. They're not going to be unbiased. You have to say, this person's going on that the Lord has put them on a mission. Or oh, we're going from the dark to a light. That's very religious, very um, emotional speaking. What you need is someone that's totally level-headed, can say, here's the evidence, and doesn't start claiming that they've been sent from God by, on a mission. That's what you've got to look So you can discuss it, but in a balanced way, and challenge them. And this is the other thing. You turn around, it seems a strong way of chance, but you say, like, if allegations are being made that this person hasn't proven this or this person, let's say, has got um, funding and that funding's vanished and all this, you say, well, can you answer that and clarify it for me, please? Then you're doing a responsible job. And that's what it is. That's what I'd say. So you can still discuss it. Using an extreme insult to dehumanise an individual based mm. on their intrinsic attributes. For example, look at this dog of a woman... Yeah. She's not even a human being. She must be some sort of mutant or animal. Horrible. Depicting an identifiable individual being murdered, seriously injured or engaged in a graphic sex act without their consent. Yeah. yeah. People post that stuff. Oh, people, you'd be surprised, Sean. You'd be surprised what you can find. There's horrific things on the internet. Horrific. Accounts dedicated entirely to focusing on maliciously insulting an identifiable individual. Targeting an individual based on their intrinsic attributes. Well, I think we've. It's kind of like going it's over going the same, same stuff now. again, isn't it? I wish someone would just bring a hammer down on that face. Yes. Yeah. Um, when I see you on Saturday, I'm going to punch you in the face. So that's like that guy called in and said, "If I see the Atwood exactly. on the streets, I'm going to get my hands around his neck and, yep. and and strangle him to death." You better watch out while brandishing a weapon. People in videos brandishing weapons. And this is the important thing to point out, Sean. The people, person who owns the podcast who doesn't challenge that is the one that's responsible. So quite rightly, they are taken to task by you. Especially YouTube. when they say 100% at the end of yeah. the, 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 yeah. the death threat. Posting um, non-personal, posting non-public personal identifying information like a phone number, home address or email. And then say, I got a hold of their phone number. Keep on calling them and leaving messages until they pick up. Mm. 
Reading or directing malicious abuse to identify abilities through in-game voice chat or messages during a live stream. Directing users towards YouTubers' comment section for malicious abuse. For example, everyone needs to go over to this individual's channel right now and just go crazy, exactly. let them know how much you want them to die. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. Swatting or other prank calls to emergency or crisis re response services. Yeah. Stalking or attempting to blackmail users. Zooming in on prolonged focus or emphasis on the um, areas, sexual areas. Um, video game content that has been developed or modified to promote violence or hatred towards an individual. Remember, these are just some examples. Don't post content if you think it might violate the policy. So if you violate the policy, we'll remove the content and send you an email to let you know. First time you get a warning, three strikes and you're out. Add your house, and that's it. So we are hoping that by doing this video today, if you are a content creator or in a YouTube community, you can better follow the community guidelines so you won't get your creators and you know their communities eradicated from YouTube. Because mm -hmm. we have seen, as these guidelines have tightened, particularly uh, this year... We've seen numerous YouTubers lose their channels. Exactly. And you've got to be people. It's nothing more powerful than having your own YouTube channel. Going out there, letting people know what you think. Just don't mess it up. And my biggest, I'd say the best thing to say to you is if someone starts cyberbullying you, and you don't have to be a minority group, anyone can be cyberbullied. Anyone can. Don't respond to them. Don't get into water words with them. Just let them get on and report them each time for what they're doing. Because you don't want your channel being... Once you start getting into... You said, I said, and all this, and you start hitting back at them. Guess what? You're going to get your own channel taken down. And that's this American podcaster has realised. His channel was taken down. He was the one that was daft enough to come out with all this hate speech. His friend in Scotland is still up there because he knew not to do that. He knew not to do that. And so who looks daft in the end? And don't you be that one that looks daft. Just if you disagree with someone, you say, I disagree with that. Say in the right way. And that's all you do. But once you start harassing the person and continue going on to it, just think and stop and say, am I going too far? Am I going to lose my channel? And another thing Sean right. A lot of people put their voices on this podcast's podcast. Those voices are there forever. As you said, you delete a video, it can still be struck. Their voices, some of them have got the faces out there. I know what they look like. That will always be there now. It will never be gone. So that if they ever move into public life or public office, guess what? They'll be always thinking, oh my God, when will that save us? which we're seeing now. So don't put yourself in that position, people. Just don't do it. So before we wrap it up then, let's just talk a bit about defamation. Mm. So if you are a creator then, a lot of people get on YouTube, they're just one person doing the videos, saying whatever comes in their heads, and they've not obviously got the resources and the knowledge to have like a legal department mm. behind them saying... You say this about this person, that person could sue you and take everything you've got. Yeah, everything. And I found myself in that situation mm -hmm. whereby that potentially could have happened to me. 
fortunately, the person gave me a way to get out of that situation without it going to the full-on lawsuit level. But because of that, then I had to go over all my videos and look what I'd said in the past and realize that when I when you do first out on YouTube and you're just shooting from the hip, mm. you're sloppy when it comes to defamation laws. Well, what it is, is um, always remember it's your channel. You're responsible for what goes on us. And so if anyone takes issue of what's being said, but also be careful as well, because uh, I know the case you're talking about, right? I'll just say you didn't have to do what you did because this person was wrong in what they were saying. It was completely wrong, and I could see it from day one that they were wrong. So don't think that if you get a, a threat, oh, you're defaming me, and if you don't take that down, just make sure you understand, say, well, show me where you're defaming me. I mean, it's a difficult, but it also remember, it's a rich man's game. When people go, I'm going to sue you for defamation. Yeah, make sure you've got a few million in the bank. You've got your assets away, millions, and the person you're suing is as well, because you have to pay. You don't take a defamation, a defamation case and get legal aid for it. But you have to be very, very careful. And the biggest thing that you need to do, which I hope you're doing, is listen when you want. Listen when you're warned, <laughs> and then you don't walk into these situations. That's and that's true. what you do. You look into And then it. I came on the receiving end of defamation, and I had to file a, a lawsuit. Mm. And I've got a, a year from when those offences were yeah. committed against me to proceed with that. So I've yet to make that decision. Mm. But I did um, show you some texts I did receive from the other party even though I was trying to build a bridge to yeah. make the peace. And those uh, the reception was not very positive. Well, same as what I got. But, I mean, that person, I pay, I do like them. I'll say that. I do like that person. But even though he had to go at me a while ago, I think a lot of the time there's this substance that's going on there that shouldn't be going on there and text them when the substance is going on. But, yeah, you have to be careful about what you say, and especially if some another podcast, say another podcaster is getting lots of money, and it's obviously getting lots of money, then it's like, oh, I could actually sue because I'll get my money back if I win. But yeah, you have to be extremely careful with defamation because the person whose channel is the one that's responsible for it going out there. So you can sue both the person who said it, but it's the it's you'll always hear knowing. Well, look at it when celebrities sue newspapers. They're suing the newspaper, not the person that's it. It's the publisher that is yeah, liable. That's it. Cause so if you have it. a podcast guest, you're liable for everything that podcast yeah. guest says on your channel, which is something I've just learned in the last year or so. But you learn it and then you make sure that it doesn't happen. And you say, give me evidence. And it's also implied as well. Be careful. You've got to be careful and implied. In other words, someone starts talking about someone, oh, this person said this, this, but they don't say the name. You can still be pulled if that person can be identified. And another one is the defence of repetition. I saw it, it's published there. So I'm not doing anything wrong by saying that again. No, you are. Repetition is not a defence. It's just not a defence. Which is what happened with my other situation where I was interviewed. I had to go to the police office with um, my lawyer and I was... There's an investigation about what one of my podcast mm. guests said. And all that information is all over the internet. But the name that was named, it was a violation of... Yeah. Um, what was it called? 
court, um, contempt of court, yeah. and oh, naming a name in a yeah. sex abuse case. God, that's it. You have to be extremely careful. And I say repetition. It doesn't matter when it's out there. If you say it and someone decides to say, hold you responsible for saying it, that's it. So you've got to be careful. But I think the way the world's going now, and this is what we're realising, or people should be realising, look, you've got freedom of speech, but you've got freedom of speech with responsibilities. And guess what? I would not be doing campaigns to make people like YouTube enact when cases happen if people didn't abuse freedom of speech and make others suffering. Because what I'm thinking all the time, I'm thinking people who kill themselves, people who won't go out in society because they're terrified, poor little kids who are on YouTube trying to, you know, I want to do this. And because someone doesn't like what they're saying or what they look like, or because they want to be non-binary, you know, just stop putting your nose into their business and just let them live their life. As long as it's not harming you, fine, get on with it. And if you don't like it, just say, I don't agree with you, I don't like it. People tell me that all the time, that they don't like me, they don't agree with me, but they do it in a respectful way and fine. That's all right with me. That's fine. You can call me ugly, whatever you want. That's it. And some of my uh, favourite YouTubers, like Michael Franchise, he just conducts himself with like a gentleman with respect mm -hmm. to everybody. And that just seems to me like the, you know, the ideal way yeah. to um, host interviews and videos on YouTube is somebody like him. So, also, Sean, if you want to, because of being insipid when you know a cooey situation, if someone's trying to challenge someone in a podcast or trying to move what they've done, you can do it. Look at my idol was always, um, and I've gone for his name, Jeremy. I was going to say Jeremy Clarkson, not Jeremy Clark. That is not my, he is not my idol, I can assure mm. you. Jeremy, why can't, News Nice, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I remember because I think he's brilliant. Now, he was absolutely fantastic as getting a person on and questioning them. And then he'd go in and put them right on the spot <laughs> and make them squirm. And that is absolutely brilliant. But then you have other people who are on, and one's got a YouTube channel at the moment. And he thinks it's cute to be funny, but he uses some terms which are a bit, oh, should he not be doing that? No, he can do it because he's not actually doing it as a continued form of hate. He's just thinking he's funny, but he's very 70s funny, very old fashioned. I think I know what you're talking about. Very, very yeah. old fashioned. And yeah, you just yeah. think, some of the things he says, you think, oh, you know, that's so 1970s, but beyond that. But what he's doing is, he's not actually targeting someone and going on about the more targeting. Mm. He's just someone that has an opinion. He says it in a way, and as he says, if you don't want to listen to me, Switch off, which yeah. is right. But sometimes you can't switch off because there is a hate campaign and yeah. you have to take action on us. I've learned so much today, Anne. Thank you for coming no, on. that's brilliant. Is there anything you'd like to say then to the people watching this um, in conclusion on this subject that we've addressed today? I'd just like to say to people that keep up to date. Subscribe to my channel. I will be getting this um, website done. And this campaign so you'll understand more what is actually being asked for and get involved in it and debates as well if you think it's if you think your freedom of speech has been taken away we'll debate what freedom of speech actually means but it's needed people because people kill themselves and we can't have this we can't have people killing us lives are destroyed careers are destroyed 
I've taken exception to what Sean's done in the past, but it steps over a mark to say, I want this person totally destroyed. That's what, what we've got to stop. And we've got to have YouTube making it safe for everyone. So it's not denying your rights. It's not saying that you can't question anyone. It's just saying, stop it becoming a criminal offence when you're doing it. And that's it. Hopefully this video has been helpful to you. Please subscribe to Anne's channel. I'll put the link at the top of the description box. Huge thank you to all of you guys. Let us know in the comments what you thought today. Bit of a different one today, but I'm sure it's interesting for some of the people out there who've followed things that have happened over the months. Huge thank you to the new subscribers. Subscription log is in the bottom corner. Um, due to the thing going around the world, flaring up right now, we're not finishing the podcast with hugs. But uh, most of all, huge thanks to Anne and for coming on. Enjoy your That's me hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for that, Sean. Bye-bye well now. Thank you. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.